This is episode number 43 of Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. In today's episode, we will be talking about Walt Disney World's Boardwalk. It's been described as a quarter-mile promenade of exquisite dining, unique shops, and exciting nightlife. Everything Disney in and out of the house. I'm AJ. I'm Andrew. And you are listening to Two Grownups and a Mouse. The podcast. The video cast. The YouTube channel? Sure. The Facebook page. Sure. The website. Yes. Twitter. All, all of the above. The Twitter. The Twitter. You can find us at Two Grownups and a Mouse on all the social media or Two Grownups and a Mouse.com. That's right. And you found us. So thank you. If you're a return listener, watcher, thank you. If mm-hmm. you're new, welcome. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into it. All right. So, I was at work the other day, mm-hmm. and I was talking to someone, and one of her friends was staying at a resort in Orlando, and we were trying to figure out which resort it was. Right. And we finally deciphered that it looked like the Dolphin Resort, which is on Disney property, but it is not a Disney resort per se. They do get some of the same benefits, but that's a... That's another podcast for later. So when I said, oh, yeah, that's the Dolphin Resort. It's located by Epcot and the Boardwalk. She looked at me and said, the Boardwalk? And I said, yeah, you've never heard of the Boardwalk? And she said, no. Hmm? So I think we've talked about it a little bit previously, but now we'll go into a little more detail. Today's episode will focus on it. So online, if, you know, just for a, a short description... It says Disney's Boardwalk Resort is a AAA four-diamond award-winning hotel and entertainment complex at the Walt Disney World Resort in Bay Lake, Florida, near Orlando, Florida. First opened in 1996, the Boardwalk Resort lies in the Epcot Resort area alongside Crescent Lake and is situated between Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios. The resort is owned and operated by Walt Disney parks, experiences, and consumer products. The Inn and the Villas share a common lobby with the rest of the resort. The Inn, Atlantic Dance Hall, and other features of the boardwalk were designed by Robert A.M. Stern Architects. So that's kind of a little description of it. And we probably talked about it before when we talked about Yachtsman Steakhouse, which we mention frequently. Right. And the reason is basically it's Well, it's Crescent Lake, apparently, right? That's what they called that body of water Mm -hmm. in the center of it. If you left Epcot at the International Gateway, so basically most people would call that, and I'll use my air quotes, back of the park, right? Because it's not the main entrance, so therefore that makes it the the back entrance, right? So It's kind of a sign, but but yeah, it's back-ish. Right, but as opposed to the main entrance, if you considered the main entrance the front of the park, you would consider that entrance the back of the park, Sure, for argument's sake. So if you were to leave International Gateway, Mm -hmm. you go out that that exit, you basically come to a circle, right? you know, a circular path. And if you go to the right, you would hit the... um, Beach Club Resort and then the Yacht Club Resort. Right. Or if you went to the left, you would be at the boardwalk. Correct. At starting with ESPN. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in a second. Right. So, and of course, you can continue around and pass everything 
Right. But well, it's uh, boardwalk is a tenuous term, anyways, because it's not. I mean, there is literally a boardwalk there, but and there's also a boardwalk in front of Yacht Beach Club. It starts about halfway into that resort area, so they basically just built the path over water, hence boardwalk. But that's the. Uh, but it, and it's not, it's circular, but it's obviously it goes around Crescent Lake, so it's kind of not perfectly around. But right, it's not know, a round whatever. circle. But for argument's sake, you could walk sure. in a circle-ish manner, right. And walk the boardwalk and pass Yacht Club and Beach Club. Uh, it is reminiscent of Coney Island in Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are probably familiar with Coney Island, and. Except if, that there is no, there's no hot dog stand. Yes, there is. And there is no roller coaster. There is no roller coaster, but there is a hot dog cart. Well, it's not the same. I'm sure it's not the same, but there is a hot dog cart. Hmm. It, if you are staying on property, Walt Disney World strongly recommends that you utilize complimentary transportation. Right. There is not much, tra- not much parking space available in that resort area correct so if you do bring a car you might be forced to use the valet right which nowadays runs right around 25 dollars 25 or 30 30, yeah it's it's not cheap no it's per day and it's good for all hotels for the day but it's still it's it's pricey and the hard part is it just depends on how busy it is whether they're going to let you in or not and then even if they do sometimes you still have to walk like a lot of times when you go to the boardwalk resort and try to park they make you park across the street at uh and then walk i mean you you're gonna be you have to walk half a mile just to get the back to the resort (laughs) what we purchased at um the art festival a piece of artwork did you pick up the picture at the boardwalk yeah did you have to park across the street that day or were you no we we came in and, and told the guard that we were picking some art up and he let us in so and it, but even then, it was busy enough that we still had to park quite a ways away. So right, that was that day was right around our birthdays. We were going out to dinner that night, right. so my girlfriend and I went and got our hair and nails done, and the boys went and picked up artwork. Yep, pretty much. So the I really wasn't with you when you went to pick that up. Right. Uh, if as as we already mentioned, if you were coming from Epcot, you can enter through the International Gateway. And they also recommend that if you are going to visit Epcot, that you park in the Epcot parking lot. Right. Not at the boardwalk parking lot. Well, it makes sense. I mean, if you're just trying to, to skip out on the parking, it's it's a lot of walking just to just to get out there. Because any of the resorts you that you would be able to get into, you would have to still have to walk a ways. Right. You know, and in the Florida heat, that's that's pretty pretty nasty, so Right. Yeah, and Epcot is not a small park, so no. you have if you're going to Epcot, then you have to walk from the parking lot across the street, then walk to the boardwalk, then walk the boardwalk to get into Epcot, and Correct. then still walk Epcot. So it could right. be a lot of walking. Yeah. Some of the things you can do at the boardwalk, they do have Surrey bicycle rentals. I did that in, I want to say, 2000, but I did it by myself, and I would not recommend doing it by yourself. No. It's not that I'm not recommending doing it, because it can be a lot of fun, but there are a few hills on the path. That's correct. They're not too difficult to walk, but biking a Surrey bike that's meant for two or more people by yourself, 
up a hill. So did you get a two-person bike or did you get That a... was the smallest one they, they had. Right. Yeah, that's what I well, had. Well, you didn't have a four-person bike. No. <laughs> no, I got the smallest one that was available. But, right. you know, so it's my body weight plus the weight of the bike. Right. And I was uh, in a lot of pain. Yeah. I had to step out and walk the bike up a couple of those hills. Right. So, but it, it's still a lot of fun and I would love to do that again sometime. I just haven't had an opportunity to. Sure. They do have a few midway games and a few street performers, though. Ironically, you and I have been to the boardwalk a few times and mm-hmm. I don't recall really seeing too many. Yeah, we've seen of the street performers. We've seen some of the performers. Did yeah. We? yeah. I don't know if we ever grabbed, grabbed any pictures of any of them, but I'll have to look and see. But yeah, we've seen. I mean, they're not. That's not. There's nothing, anything crazy memorable about them, but that's just entertainment. Right. Well, not not crazy memorable about the ones that we saw, but that might have been right. a while ago. So who knows? Maybe there's more oh, yeah. newer, more exciting entertainment now. Sure. They have a lot of restaurants mm-hmm. at the boardwalk. And the first one, because I already mentioned it, was the ESPN Club. Right. That's on one end of the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. And... I know we t- I'm pretty sure we've talked about that restaurant before. We said, you know, when there's bigger sporting events, right. that tends to be busier. Oh, yeah. I think we compared that to Rick's Lounge saying, you know, a lot of people don't know about Rick's because it's inside of Coronado. They right. don't realize it's a little sports restaurant with a lot of TVs in it. So they all head over to the ESPN club. Right. Well, and, and it's not fair because Rick's only recently-ish, <laughs> quote unquote, uh, kind of went from being a restaurant lounge bar to more of a sporty bar. I don't even know if I would call it a sports bar yet, but but yeah, they have they have lots of TVs, so not a lot of people know about that yet. But they're catering to the to the uh, conference crowds too. So right, the people that are going to the conventions at right. Coronado and they need a place to to hang out. Sure. But ESPN Club is a restaurant and a bar and it gets very popular whenever there are larger sporting events. They also have a small ESPN store adjacent to it. So right. if you want to buy some merchandise, you can. Right. Well, and you need to be careful because on bigger sporting events, there's going to be a line out the door. So if you actually want to see your event, you might want to make sure you plan ahead it might not even be a bad idea to stop in ahead of time and ask them what what their they think their best strategy would be in order to get there because you could walk up and not get to see whatever you're coming to see because that uh, is a possibility. Well, we've we've seen the line out the door a few times. So right, there is the Big River Grill and Brewing Works, which is casual dining American style. Mm-hmm. The Boardwalk Bakery is just a counter service bakery, and I would compare it to the confectionery on Main Street right? or Goofy's Candy Company. Yeah, bakery is tenuous. It's really a candy shop. Right. Candy, ice cream, desserts. Just like Goofy's. And then what's what's the one on West Side called? Uh, Something Cauldron. Candy Cauldron. Right. Candy Cauldron. I I knew it had some kind of like wicked name in it because it was like the evil... Right. So, but yeah, all of those candy stores have a bakery items, cookies and cupcakes and whatever and whatnot. And that's basically what they have at the Boardwalk Bakery, though. They, they might have a few additional pastries there. It's possible. But um, well, they might, but, but they're going to be dessert. They're not going to be. Don't think you're going there and getting a loaf of bread. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. They're right. dessert pastries. There also is the Flying Fish Cafe, which is fine signature dining. Mm-hmm. And the using the word signature mostly because it 
in addition to be being really good, it might be a little more expensive than some of your other options. Right. So typically a signature restaurant, you're going to get uh, pricing that starts, you know, a, a main course is going to start at 30 or $40 and go up. So, you know, as opposed to just a normal dining, right. which is going to be, they'll start off in the high teens maybe and then or $20 range. So. We should go back there. We haven't been to that restaurant in quite some time. Right. But I remember it was good. Yeah. That's where we got the uh, crab cake recipe from, wasn't it? It is. And then we had to go there to try their well, crab cakes. Yeah, see how uh, they compare. <laughs> a lot of their recipes, if you ever try something, they'll, they're happy to share the recipe with you. They do sell a lot of cookbooks, especially during food and wine right. at Epcot. You can find the cookbooks or websites we've referenced before, such as allears.net. Mm-hmm. They, you can find a lot of recipes that people have right. accrued over, over time. We found a recipe for a crab cake. And mm-hmm. a remoulade sauce. Yep. And we made that, ironically, for Mother's Day mm-hmm. because we are recording this on Mother's Day. That's right. So, a little side note, if you're a mother, happy Mother's Day. Uh, and uh, then after we made the crab cakes and they came out really good, we went to Flying Fish and we tasted their version and we said, we did a good job. It tastes pretty similar. Right. So, a lot of those recipes are spot on, yep. you know, which is really nice. Ample Hills Creamery. Mm-hmm. We've eaten there before as well. Yeah. I remember getting, it was like a little sampler right. ice cream plate with, I want to say, five or six flavors. Yeah, it was uh, It was just, just a little scoop of each. A very small or, scoop of well, each. Well, not each, but I mean, like you said, it was five or six, maybe even seven. Right. I think that because it was in a circular type pail. It, or, it looked like a palette, like an artist palette almost. Right. And, and each scoop of ice cream went into where the paint right. would normally go. Right. And that was really good and not... A huge amount of dessert, either not a tiny amount by any means. No, and I think if he got one of the smaller ones, that would probably be a, a more normal shareable dessert. But yeah, for us, we got the bigger one. Of course, we we it kind of backfired on us because we also ate it in the hot sun. So by the time we were getting finished, it was more more drinkable than ice cream. But yeah, keep that in mind when you're when you're getting ice cream in Florida. So exactly, it doesn't take long. There is a pizza window. Mm-hmm. Which is just a quick service. You can go up to the window and get a slice of pizza. And Trattoria Al Forna, which replaced Cusina by Cat Coza. And we ate at Cusina with a... Cat Cora, but yes. I said Cat Cora. I think I said it. Cat Cora, like that. You said Cat Coza. Either way. Cusina by Cat Cora. There you go. Ta-da! I did it! I did it! You're mean to me. (laughs) But we ate at Cuisina, mm-hmm. and we ate at Spoodles. We ate at Cuisina, and right. now it is Trattoria Al Forno, or for, Forno. 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 No. Yes. Our no. Italian friends are going to be very upset with you. Yeah. And we have yet to eat there, mm-hmm. but they have the Bon Voyage breakfast since 2017. Where you can possibly meet Rapunzel and Flynn Rider or Ariel and Prince Eric, but specific characters are never guaranteed. So you might go for the Bon Voyage breakfast and you're hoping to see Rapunzel and Flynn. Right. And you might see Ariel and Eric. That's right. That is a possibility. We are going with friends in August. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, we go pretty much once a month, if not a little bit more. 
Right. But we do have a special trip planned for August, and we will be enjoying that dining experience, which is really nice because they have a five-year-old, so we'll get to vicariously enjoy it, you know, as she's enjoying it. Right. So that should be a fun experience going with a, a child and a well-behaved one at that. Right. I'm looking forward to that. You can, that's, that's pretty much all of the, the dining options, oh, except for the food carts. Let's right. not forget the food carts. Boardwalk Joe's Marvelous Margaritas, a funnel cake cart, and the to-go cart, which has hot dogs. Mm-hmm. So when you said earlier, there's no hot dog stand, there kind of is, even if it's not the same. Yeah, it right. won't be. But And it, obviously this doesn't, we're not including like the restaurants that are in each of the resorts either so right inside of the boardwalk right so resort. yeah i mean there's 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 restaurants there there's restaurants in yacht club beach club right uh, the uh, swan and dolphin we are, yada, yada, yada. We are so talking about place, strictly the boardwalk. places that you could go right. if you're walking the boardwalk and you could walk into the door of these right locations there's a little bit of shopping not yeah. as much as i would prefer because you know shopping's fun Mm-hmm. But there are a few shopping opportunities right. at the boardwalk, including Dundee's Sundries, mm-hmm. which that is basically for the uh, DVC guests. I mean, anybody can shop there. But what I'm saying right. is anytime you go to a DVC resort, a Disney Vacation Club resort, because they are basically timeshares, mm. they do make sure to have microwavable food and milk and orange juice and all of those type of food items. Well, they'll have they have more than microwavable because the right. the the one bedrooms and two bedrooms and bigger all have have a stove, have actual cooking utensils, pots, pans, right, etc. But so. they they want to make it convenient for you so you could actually buy food on property. And of course, right. nowadays they have things like I believe Garden Grocer and other food services that you could have food delivered to property. But due to security you need to check check with the the hotel concierge and find out what they recommend right because like we've seen people trying to order pizza before and you can do it right but it's it's only delivered to the front right you have to go meet them or right because they don't just you know anybody could come in with a with a pizza box say i'm here to deliver pizza right and and get into the resort so right so try to avoid that right disney's really good about keeping you secure so if you do want to get food from outside and you are staying on property, make sure you check with them before you order anything. Right. They also have the screen door general store, Mm -hmm. Disney's character carnival, thimbles and threads. And one of our favorites, Wayland galleries. Right. It's actually pronounced Wyland, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. I think I, I think I typed that wrong because it's Wyland galleries, which as I've said, we bought a few pieces of artwork from them. Yeah. They, have a couple of locations. I'm not sure if any of the locations moved, but that one's been there for a little that's, bit of time. That's one of their bigger ones for sure uh, on the Disney property. Um, and then there's a lot of. It's actually kind of an interesting store because there's a lot of there's a lot of non Disney stuff in there, uh, along with obviously a lot of Disney stuff. And then they have artist signings all the time, so you can come in admire the artwork and have a glass of bubbly and some cheese and crackers and and that kind of stuff and then you can revel at the artwork that is there like and then i was trying to convince some of our friends to to buy the enormous 12 foot tall dolphins that were sculptures that were there 
They, they didn't, didn't want to. They didn't want to. I don't know they why. They have the perfect space in their house to put it, though. At Wyland Galleries, they have a lot of sea life. Dolphins and turtles and fish. You know, that's, right. I think, what, I think Wyland is an artist and that's what right. he's famous for. Right. But as you said, you can, we, per, we've purchased um, Jim Warren artwork yep. and he, People may or may not associate him with Disney art. Right. He designed the, what was it, the Moody Blues or one of the, I could picture it. It was the the unicorn artwork on the front of the album. Uh, yeah, I don't remember which one. It, if it wasn't Moody Blues, it was kind of that same right. time period genre. Sure. Um, so he's he's known for, you know, different types of art, not just Disney art. Right. There's some nightlife at the boardwalk, yep. which you and I have passed by, but we've never been in. We should really make a concerted effort to try these out. We should. Of course, now we're getting older and, you know, nightlife isn't the same yeah, well, as when we're, we were younger. Well, the, the piano bar would probably be is more our uh, age group, unfortunately. Right. Yes. Yeah. Jelly Rolls is 21 and up. Yep. And that is the dueling pianos. They've mm-hmm. had a lot of, there used to be in South Florida a place called Howl at the Moon. Right. You know, they're there are a few different piano bars around. They're all pretty much the same yeah. style. I'm not sure if because it's on Disney property, if it's a little more PG or not. Right. We haven't been, as I said, so we would have to find that out. But it'd be fun to find. Hmm. Atlantic Dance Hall, which is 21 and up, and that does not have a cover charge. Right. During normal operating hours, which is nice. And Abracadab Bar, which is... It has the word bar in the name. It's a yep. lounge. But online, it did not say that you had to be 21 and older. So I found that. In, I'm not saying you do or you don't. I'm saying I don't right. know. But it didn't say online. You well, don't want to check. But the, the nice thing in Disney is a lot of the lounges and bars are not strictly, quote unquote, 21 and over. You can bring your kids in with you. Obviously, they're, you know, their you know, normal rules apply. But it's not a... Right. They can't sit up at the bar where the alcohol is being served, but right. they can be in that area. And that may be what Abercadar Bar is like. Right. That, like I said, please check. Don't say, but I heard. Right. I'm just saying online, it specifically said for Atlantic Dance Hall and specifically said for Jelly Rolls that it was 21 and up. Correct. For Abercadar Bar, even though it has bar in the name, it did not say anything of the sort. Right. So I just found that a little bit interesting. Sure. And I believe... And I should have I should have written down the hours, but I believe Boardwalk is probably open the latest of all things on Disney property, because Disney Springs is open till twelve or twelve thirty, and right. the Boardwalk is open till one or two. Well, we we need to preface that by saying some things on the Boardwalk right. are open till right. one not, or two. Not the stores; the stores open until about ten. But um, right. the nightlife, the entertainment, you know, the ESPN, the Abracadabar, right. the dueling pianos. Right, those are going to be open open later. But yeah, the right. stores are going to be closed. The general restaurants will be closed. I mean, the, the most of the restaurants are open until nine, ten, eleven o'clock. But I mean. The, the the bars or the the two clubs will be open later. So. Right. So if you're looking for later entertainment because maybe you're at Disney Springs and it's ten thirty and they're going to be closing at eleven thirty or twelve, you could head over to sure. the boardwalk and find other entertainment there. That's right. And of course, on the boardwalk are the boardwalk inn and the boardwalk villas. Right. Which we have not stayed at yet, and there are mm. three themed pools at there. Right. At that resort, which. As per 
normal for Disney resorts having themed pools. So I think it's a great little place to visit. If you haven't been there already, you should definitely check it out, you know, and it's another one of those non ticket days. You know, if you, if you are there for seven days, but you bought a five day ticket, you know, that's just an example that we're using, but you know, it's a place that you can go and visit when you don't want to use a park ticket, or maybe you're going in October or, you know, September, October, and you're going to Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Right. You can get into the park early for that. So you don't want to go in the park earlier in the day. You can go check out the boardwalk in the morning. Right. You know, it's just one of the many places you can check out without needing a ticket to get into. The only thing is, I mean, you know, it's it's smaller than downtown Disney. It's a lot smaller. So it's not, uh, you're not going to be able to burn off a full day. You know, it's more, it's more the kind of place where you're going to burn off. You know, if it's the first time, two or three hours is pretty easy. If you stop and eat, add that on there. So. uh, for um for the farewell breakfast for trattoria al forno in general for flying fish cafe in general you're going to want to get a reservation in, in advance of and if you have a dining reservation or you were able to get dining while you're there that can easily burn off two or more hours just sitting down and eating mm-hmm. not including taking time to to walk around right but yeah i agree with you it's not an all-day thing but it definitely can you can easily kill four hours there if you're dining sure if you're dining there you know plus you can go dine have your meal walk around a little bit and then go get a funnel cake right or you can go get ice cream you know sit down and just enjoy the view i mean you don't have to be run 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 go 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 just because you're on vacation i mean relaxing and just enjoying the scenery they have some tables because that's where we ate our ice cream Mm -hmm. on the boardwalk they had some tables right there and we just sat down at the tables and it was a pleasant day outside i think wasn't it a little cooler the day we got our ice cream no it was hot i know it was sunny but i don't remember if it was no it was hot was it hot Either way, mm. you know, but they, there's water to look at. So sure. it's, it's a pleasant atmosphere just to relax. You know, you can have a really relaxing yep. day over there. And it's generally not that crowded. So generally speaking, correct. Yeah. But it's a nice place to, to go to. Sure. We'll be going back to the Disney World Resort in the near future. So maybe that'll be a place we might decide to hop on over to. Maybe. Might be a good place to hang out at. Sure. On that note, it's dinner time. It is. I know it's not surprising because we usually tend to record later in the day. Mm-hmm. So thank you for listening and Absolutely. or thank you for watching. That's thank right. you for subscribing. And if you haven't done so already, why not? Subscribe. Right. And if not, please rate, review, thumbs up, like the video, like the podcast, leave a review. Yes. May, have a comment. <laughs> review us, feedback us, comment us. That's right. That's not proper grammar, but you know what I mean. Yeah, hooked on phonics. Worked for you. Exactly. So on that note, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say good night. Good morning. Or good afternoon. Good evening. Or good day. How about goodbye? All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>